Hello and welcome to Ascent's podcast, Exploring Standards. My name is Jess and in this podcast, I will be talking to the experts in the consultancy industry. At Ascent, we pride ourselves on championing international standards. And in each episode of this podcast, I will be talking to expert consultants discussing standards, ISOs, consultancy and everything in between to bring you industry knowledge and updates. My guest in today's episode is Zoe Bowles from Agar and Bowles Limited, and we are discussing women and parents in the consultancy industry. In this discussion, Zoe and I delve into her experience of being a woman starting as a consultant in a male-dominated industry. We also talk about how being an ISO consultant gives her flexibility to work around her family and the many transferable skills she has acquired from becoming a mum. Let's get into the chat. Hello, we are here today and I am talking to Zoe Bowles of A and Bowles Limited and we are discussing women and parents in standards consultancy. Hello Zoe, how are you today? Yeah, very well, thank you. Um, funny enough, just got back from the school run. Um, <laughs> so I am child free for this conversation, which the, I mean, the irony would be uncanny, right? <laughs> it would be, yeah, it would be if we both have our children here <laughs> during the conversation. <laughs> so my first question is, how was your experience entering the consultancy industry as a woman? Obviously, it's a male dominant, well, dominated industry, or, or it was, I would say. Uh, yeah, definitely. And I think to a degree, it still can be. Um, as you know, uh, consultancy with ISOs, it can be almost any industry that can get involved. But I work a lot in the manufacturing and construction industry, um, which in itself is also a male dominated industry. Um, so it's, it's interesting. I can be the only female that my clients see from one visit to the next. Um, wow. So yeah, it's very male dominated and I think you've got to be a, a very certain type of woman to be able to keep going in that industry yeah I used to work for somebody who told me that he would like me to come along to a client because a bit of skirt would do us a favor and um, which was quite insulting and um, even more so I was taken along to do the filing I'm surprised I wasn't asked to make the tea um it's yeah it's still out there and I mean this was not four years ago so quite recent really um and yeah the two industries together you know you've got the manufacturing side you've got the consulting side I think there's still this very typical image of a consultant you know older man suit tie briefcase um it's still very much out there but um you know I'd like to say that it is improving I think maybe yeah. some industries are slower potentially with uh, manufacturing and construction, but it is getting better, um, which is really encouraging. But you do still hear a lot of um, little quips. I've got a client that I go to. They're very good. They've got lots of women who are working for them. But one of their sites, as I entered, I was told, sorry, this is very much a man's world. Um, The kitchen, the toilet facilities, you know, I I was pretty much told, this is what you're walking into from the outset. Um, I wow. think people look at you different. You're not a consultant. You're a woman. Yeah. In some situations, you know, they don't see the job role. They see you as a woman. Um, and it's almost like sometimes that barrier can be put up before you've even walked through the door. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you have more challenges than necessary. Absolutely. Uh, so how has the consultancy industry changed and how has your experience changed throughout the years? So I've been doing this for just over 10 years. 
um, previously in a local government organisation and then more recently um, through different consultancies and, and my own, I'd say um, we're starting to see more females. But until I started working in collaboration with people, like I said, I didn't know very many other female auditors. In fact, the only other one that I knew is now my business partner. Wow. Um, so, you know, <laughs> so you've banded together. <laughs> absolutely. Safety in numbers, right? Yeah. Um, but even from a certification body perspective, we don't work with any female certification body auditors. So from a lead auditing perspective, I can probably count on less than a hand how many female certification auditors that I've met um, over the 10-year period. I think, in fact, I've probably only done maybe two or three audits with a female lead auditor on the audit team. So we're, we're still in very short supply. It'd be really yeah. nice to see some more, especially that level of certification body yeah. um, coming through and, and seeing that experience as well. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. It's just shocking, isn't it? It's uh, unusual, so what... I think, because in a lot of other industries, things have changed. Yeah. And for some reason, this one just seems to be taking that little bit longer. Perhaps yeah, it's the industries that I'm working in. Obviously, your certification auditors do come with that background experience. It's not been that long since women have started to be accepted in manufacturing, construction in a grander scale. So perhaps that's the reason why. Perhaps. I, I mean, I have spoken to a few other consultants and they have said, you know, it is like kind of any industry in, in terms of this. And it's it is very male dominated. So, yes. yeah very very few women unfortunately uh so what challenge have you have you faced since being a mother and working as an ISO consultant oh I would say it's different um pre-pandemic there would be a lot of uh frowns what, what do you mean you're not going to get here till half past nine in the morning because you've got to do a school run um I've had times when my children have been unwell at school and I've had to to go and pick them up early and I think pre-pandemic there was a lot more frowning going on around you know your children come before your work what's yeah. going on mm-hmm. um, and especially I think because being a, a female in that situation I am typically speaking the you know the primary parent for our kids yeah. um, my husband's a shift worker in uh, the London Fire Brigade so it's difficult for him to down tools and go and pick the children up if he's on shift <laughs> yeah and um, it's not quite the same but um, I think post-pandemic, things have changed. People are a lot more accepting that we have families and we have lives outside of our jobs. Yeah. Um, I think there's been a massive culture change there where people don't see your family or your children as an inconvenience. They're just part of who you are. Yeah, I think so. I think for me, obviously, the pandemic has been awful, but it has opened up so many more doors for myself, you know, definitely. Um it, and having that sort of like more flexibility and sort of more open-mindedness has been amazing. So yeah, definitely. A little bit more forgiving when you're having a, a remote call session and maybe one of the children shouts in the background and it's no longer frowned upon. People will actually ask questions. Oh, you know, oh, have you got children? Yeah, um, because they've all had it now. That's why. It's because exactly. when we're all working from home, everyone's experienced and they're like, oh, actually, it is just life, isn't it? It yeah. is. And people are human and they're allowed to be human now. I think beforehand you had to have two personas. There was the work you and then there was the family you and they should be separate. Whereas now I think there is more acceptance of that being blended. Yeah, definitely. Um, so how has being a mother and working as an ISO consultant been a benefit? Huge. 
Um, <laughs> it's it's been really good. I can pick and choose where I go on a particular day. I can organise my longer distance clients for when my husband's around for school pickups. Yeah. Um, it's a really flexible position to be to be working in, really, because I can control my workload if I'm planning correctly. I know that I can fit everything in. Yeah. Um, if I'm writing up a report at ten o'clock at night, no one cares because. Yeah. I don't need to engage with anybody else to, to finish up my write-up. Um, so long as everything gets done, I can work really flexibly around my children um, and around the business, which is really nice. Yeah. Um, and it's I don't think many people have that opportunity to say that, um, which I would say is a huge benefit of, of working in the ISO consultancy world. Yeah. Um, you know, so long as you're, you're good with your planning, it, it can work for everybody. Absolutely. And I also think becoming a mother, there's so many transferable skills that you have that you don't put on your CV that you would have picked up that you, you know, from when you, you know, when you first became a mom to like now, uh, you know, things like organization, just you're an absolute boss at it because you have to be because Absolutely. you're organizing just not your life, but three, four, you know, how many other people? So yeah. when I had one child, it was my negotiation skills. Um, and, <laughs> yeah. you know, do you want to wear the red coat or the blue coat? But underlying point is you're going to wear a coat. Um, <laughs> but then I had my second child and it was more about conflict management um, as their personalities grow. And, and, you know, one of them has to be in charge. Yeah, um, they can't just play together amicably. It's, there's got to be a leader. Um, and, you know, all those skills do come into the work world. Yeah. especially with what I do and um, for work it's negotiation all the time it's being able to sell the benefits to somebody that maybe isn't quite on the same page of you to begin with or whether it's managing that conflict within an audit situation where you've got a lead auditor who has an opinion but you know maybe it's not quite within the scope of the audit and it's yeah being able to manage your lead auditors but also your client and making sure that at the end of it everybody's happy absolutely yeah completely agree absolutely uh, so what can be done to make it easier for people with parental responsibilities in the obviously in the ISO industry? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just that having your eyes open, you know, understanding that it wasn't planned in terms, you know, if a hiccup happens, a hiccup happens, it might not have been the plan for the day, but being able to adapt to that situation. Um, I don't think it's ever on a parent's plan that I'm going to be interrupted at half 11 because my child's vomited on the playground. Um, Nobody wants that. It is just those things that come up. And I think not to be judged in those situations of, oh, you've got to go again because of the kids. Yeah. It doesn't happen often. And most of the time, I'd like to think that, you know, our childcare goes to plan or, you know, we don't get a call from school. Um, but it's just that lack of judgment that really makes you feel like it's okay. To, to do what you need to do and it's it's not uh that you're not committed it's just another part of you that sometimes has to take precedence yeah absolutely I think the non-committed part you know when people are like oh you have to leave again or you know you're not committed to your job it's like I am committed but also you know this is another part of me and these are my children and I need to be committed to them too and I can be committed to two things I don't have to just exactly. like you know just be the one so yeah because what they don't see is that I'll still be working at nine o'clock in the evening because I've had to take some time out during the day for the kids yeah um and and that happens it's it's just being able to be flexible and, and adapt yeah 100 uh, and final question what advice would you give to others thinking about entering the consulting world thinking about obviously mothers and women in general or parents I should say I think having um, 
the ability not to take things personally is mm-hmm. really important. Um, sometimes I'll get looked at, you know, you know, that's just your opinion. Like my opinion doesn't matter in the situation. Um, a lot of the clients that I work with, their top management are all men. Um, and that's fine. But sitting there as the only female in that in that room and sometimes telling them they need to make change. Yeah. Because otherwise they're just not going to meet the, the requirements of the standard is not always well received. And, you know, there are those that are very embracing of what you have to say. They actually value what you're there to do. Um, but I think it's being able to handle rejection. Um, and I think that goes for everybody. Not yeah. everyone's going to like what you say. Um, and I think when it comes to children and, and being a mother, just look at the benefits. You know, um, myself and Lauren, we've both built our work around the family atmosphere. Um, it's very much children orientated. And I think so long as you can be accepting that you might work a longer day, but actually you can take time out at three o'clock to go and pick the kids up. You can yeah. always be there for the school plays. And it's fantastic. And the work-life balance for us is just incredible. Yeah, I think that's great. I think being able to find that balance between sort of not missing out your kids grow up because it does go so fast, but also being able to then enjoy your career at the same time. I think it's brilliant. It can be really rewarding. And I mean, especially over the last couple of years with the pandemic, a lot of plans, especially with the schools, have been quite last minute because they didn't know whether sports day could go ahead or whether the Christmas carol concert could happen or not. Um, And I think being able to park the work for a couple of hours and just pop out and be there for the kids because there's nothing worse than the kids sort of looking for you in the audience and you're not there. And I think over the years, especially when I was younger, a lot of parents missed a lot. Um, And I think because the world has changed in regards to working and the attitude, remote working, blended working, I think it does allow a lot of working parents the flexibility to just be there more for their children, which can only have benefits. Absolutely. Completely. Definitely. Absolutely. I I could not agree more because, (laughs) you know, parents, you know, we have to have parents, otherwise the world doesn't continue. So why are we not accepting them? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it is just a necessity, isn't it? And I think everyone carries enough parent guilt in any other situation, let alone not being able to be there for your children or not being able to take the time off work for an event. And it's it's not feasible for everybody. But I think in certain job roles, you know, it's worth considering if you have yeah. a young family. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for taking time to talk with me today. It has been brilliant. I very much enjoyed this chat. Um, so thank you very much. Thanks, Jess. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Check out the show description for links for more information on all topics discussed in the episode. If you enjoyed listening, please make sure you subscribe to our podcast and make sure to leave us a review. If you need any help with implementing an ISO standard or have any questions, please reach out to Ascent Risk Management to talk to one of our expert consultants today. We can be found at www.ascent1.com. We're also on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. All links can also be found in the show description. This podcast was produced by Jessica Ingalls and is a Clemark Studios production.